Good morning. It's good to see you guys. Good to be able to uh, represent what the Lord has done in my life. And uh, that's what I want to do this morning. Uh, testimonies have the, the wonderful characteristic of being very self-centered. And uh, <clears throat> that's not the way I want this to be. Um, Jesus said, no one can come unto me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And that's what I want to share with you this morning is the process of him drawing me and the continuing process of him drawing me. Um, So let's do that. Uh, And pretty much the majority of what I want to say revolves around uh, the combination of two things, homeschooling and spanking. And if we can keep those combined, we'll be doing all right. Let's pray again. Uh, No, I was homeschooled. (laughs) And I was spanked. Uh, Two two monumental things in my life. Um, I... uh, I want to work through this in this order. I want to, I want to make a statement of, about God's faithfulness or about God's mercy and then explain what that looked like. Um, God was faithful and merciful in providing for me. Uh, we, I grew up in a family of six kids. Uh, my dad was a pilot, flew for Northwest Airlines, which got absorbed into Delta recently, and then he retired a few years ago. So he was a pilot at the very beginning of my life, and and that's something he stayed in. The Lord provided for us through that, Um, provided for us well, took care of us, and he was good to do so. Uh, My my mom was a homemaker and uh, stayed at home with us, homeschooled us kids, and uh, bore that responsibility. Uh, A few years ago, um, my wife and I returned back to Michigan, where I grew up, and went back to the house where I was born, which was a little um, apartment. It was a lower apartment and an upper apartment. I guess you call it a duplex, Um, just not side by side. So my family lived in the basement of this apartment. And uh, we drove past it just to see where it was because my family moved a year after, um, after I was born. They moved out of that house, moved into the house where I grew up. And uh, as we drove past, I, I got out with Kimberly, and my, that's my wife, sorry. My wife is Kimberly, uh, and I have three kids, which I'll talk about a little bit too. Um, my wife, Kimberly, and I got out of the, the van, and we're walking around this apartment and uh, just observing what it was and where I had entered this life and uh, noticed that the street right next to this building uh, was Kimberly Lane, and uh, that was fantastic. Uh, I won't spend too much time dwelling on it, but I count that significant. And I think um, it just reminds me that the Lord is merciful and faithful in directing our steps. And uh, a long time ago when I was born there, the fact that Kimberly Lane was right next, day, right next door um, is cool to me. Um, But there were more, uh, sorry, the Lord was 
merciful and, uh, and compassionate to me in humbling me. Because uh, not only was I a homeschooler, that was difficult enough, um, but I grew up, guys, this is difficult. Um, so just bear with me. On Charmin Road. <laughs> That's like Potty Parkway or <laughs> growing up on Toilet Paper Trail. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thankfully, it wasn't spelled that way exactly, but it was difficult to talk about. So you'd tell people where your address was. I live on Charmin Road. And you'd see the smirks, and uh, then I would just throw in right after that. And I was homeschooled, too, and then it all made sense. And it was <laughs> taken care of after that point. <clears throat> uh, so he was merciful and humbling me in so many ways. Uh, those were a couple of them. He was merciful in sparing my life. We grew up next to a, an assortment of Mennonite neighbors, our time was spent um, primarily with one uh, one person or one child do we have any water in the back I'm sorry Mike oh grab this thanks As much as I enjoy speaking to people, I enjoy it primarily from the aspect of it keeps me regular, not from necessarily enjoying other aspects of it. Uh, So what that means is my tongue still gets dry sometimes. Um, We grew up with some Mennonites next to a bunch of Mennonites, and uh, uh, most of my memories of my earlier childhood are uh, with my older brother and this Mennonite friend, and we would um, we lived out in the middle of a lot of uh, forested land on a dirt road, and there were a lot of uh, snowmobile trails that tied into the road we lived on, and it was just this network of trails that you could go on. And uh, this friend of ours uh, had dirt bikes and four wheelers, and we would uh, take them places often. Um, but we were still my older brother and I were a little bit too young to be the ones driving them. So this Mennonite friend of ours would be the one driving the four-wheeler, as it, often, it was often a four-wheeler. Um, the times it was a dirt bike, they just left me to sleep on piles of hay bales while my brother and friend went off alone. <laughs> and I just napped. Um, that was formative, too. Uh, but we would ride behind this, or on this four-wheeler. My brother and, and his friend, our friend, would be on the four-wheeler, And then they had rigged a little wagon um, to the four-wheeler that would just hook up to the hitch behind. And it had a rack on the, the four-wheeler had a a rack on the back of it. And I would hold on to the the rack and stand in the wagon. And that's how we went everywhere around um, our our home there, miles away. And uh, there were a, a number of occasions where we took some sharp corners and I remember just continuing on in the same direction I had been traveling 
and uh, waiting for them to come back and no- notice, first of all, because sometimes they wouldn't even notice that I had left. Um, and a few minutes later, they would come back and pick me up and find me there. <clears throat> um, that, was, uh, <clears throat> that was one aspect in which God was faithful and merciful in sparing my life. The other was that this neighbor, his dad, was a butcher, and his name was Boris. No, he, uh, um, he raised pigs, and we would often buy pigs from him um, or buy the meat from him after he butchered them. But uh, because they had pigs, they kept them in, a, in an electric fence, and that was pre-pulsating fences days. Um, and my brother and friend, <laughs> Greg, it was his name, they, they would uh, make it a point to try to hook me up to that fence at different occasions, um, which usually involved them as well. So they would just like nonchalantly be walking by and then grab hands and grab a metal bar and grab onto me, and me being at the end of the line would be getting it pretty bad. <clears throat> um, that actually... Uh, it was pain, a painful memory. It's a painful memory, but... <laughs> Uh, it actually came to scare me one day because we were taking care of their animals, and my sister, uh, who was quite little at the time, I told her, don't touch the fence, and apparently she didn't care what I had to say. And so she latched on, and being the ones that don't pulse, it locked her hands in place on it, and she screamed for a while until I yanked her off the fence. But it was <clears throat> those are interesting memories. God was faithful to spare her life, too. Um, God is, uh, was and is merciful in providing a community of people to grow in. Um, my, my brother expressed some of his love for me, and I appreciate that, Sam. Um, really, I think that's a picture of, of what was happening in our family altogether. Uh, we, it was a, a good community to be raised in and to grow in. And the Lord was faithful to, to teach me through that community um, what love looked like and uh, what it was like to be a part of people who loved him. And uh, that was significant in my life. The Lord um, was, is merciful to me, has been merciful to me, in showing me the emptiness of life without him. We had two sides to our family, as most families do. Um, The side we liked and the side we didn't like so much. Uh, We always talked as kids, if we could just switch one of our grandparents with the other grandparent, we would never have to go to the other set of grandparents' houses, so we could just go to the one because we liked one grandpa, and then on the other side, we liked the one grandma. And... uh, If we could have changed it up that way, we would have liked to. Um, but on the one side, my mom's side, uh, there was, again, that community of extended family who loved the Lord deeply, who were primarily believers, and who even, um, they, they set it as a priority to pray for continuing generations coming down the pike, which included me, to pray for them, pray for their salvation, 
it was uh, something that mattered to them a lot. And then on my dad's side of the family, there were some believers, um, but there were also a number of them that, uh, that did not love the Lord. And we got to visit with them a lot too. And the, the, the picture between the two was very stark. Um, it was easy to see that there was something in the believing community that wasn't in the community of people or the individual people who, who did not know the Lord. And um, that included a very smart uncle, a uh, very smart uncle who has a lot of money. Um, it also included an alcoholic that, that would uh, just stay away from family when we would go visit. He would just disappear into the basement and not be around. And I remember that, that being so weird and so strange. Um, but through those things, God was merciful to me to show me the emptiness of life without him, to show me the, the joy and the, um, the love in a community of people who love him. Um, God was merciful to let me see the pain and broken relationships that are caused by anger. Um, My dad uh, was a pilot, as I said. He worked a lot. Um, He would frequently only be home for the weekends and then back out and spend his entire work week uh, flying. That changed up a little bit later on, um, but initially he was gone four or five days a week uh, without change. That's just what his schedule was. And we, um, so in a sense, we grew up uh, in a way without our dad. Like our daily life didn't always include our dad. Um, But he was a very, uh, uh, I want to be careful with how I represent him because I love my dad and he's a tremendous guy, but he had a temper that would explode on us often, on my mom more often. And um, there was a lot of hurt and broken relationships in our family because of that, Uh, ones that continue, ones that uh, aren't mended. Um, I grew up, uh, sorry, my, my dad was one that is convinced, continues to be convinced that he married the wrong woman. And my mom knows it. Uh, It's no secret. Um, But as a result, uh, I I see that now as mercy. Uh, Mercy in in seeing what anger does and how it breaks things and how it makes makes relationships um, not be a relationship. Um, But whatever... My dad lacked in self-control. He made up in spankings, as I, as I mentioned already. Um, God was merciful to me in allowing me to have a dad that spanked me a lot. Um, and interestingly enough, I don't ever recall him spanking us in anger. Um, it was most often anger expressed toward my mom. But uh, he dealt with us severely, and that's a wonderful thing. Um, in fact, I, I would attribute my repentance to uh, those spankings, to directly connected to my rear end. Um, 
God also was merciful in allowing me to have, I say this facetiously, a picture of hell uh, growing up. We trimmed Christmas trees. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you understand the Mennonites and the Christmas trees. Um, we trimmed Christmas trees. My dad had 80 acres of trees, which amounted to 60,000 trees. And uh, initially it was my dad, my older brother, and I that would trim them. And uh, that was a lot of work. But we came up with this theological perception of what hell would be like and called it the endless row, um, <laughs> where the trees just continued on and on into the distance and there was no end to them and you had to continue trimming them in the hot sun uh, with our... Um, very cool trimming knives, actually. They were about this long. Half of that was handle, half of that was blade, kind of like a sword, except they were actually useful. Um, <laughs> that was actually, God taught us how to work hard, and that was a good thing that played in. But that was part of my past, a significant part of my past, because we trimmed them every summer for eight years, I think. 10 years until we finally let someone else take them over and, and uh, trim them themselves. And they took care of the trees. So that's a significant part of my summers. Um, <clears throat> God was merciful, merciful, excuse me, the thick tongue is getting me again. God uh, has been merciful to give me people to follow. We had a phenomenal youth pastor. Um, and he actually continues in ministry at our, at our church where I grew up uh, still. Um, he was legitimately concerned about us and wanting us to, to grow, loved us, spent a lot of time with us, us being the, the youth ministry. Um, that was actually some of where I started to get my taste for outdoor stuff and loving to spend time in the outdoors because he loved to backpack, loved to canoe, um, and we tried to do a lot of that together and would take long trips, and uh, um, it was a wonderful time being able to see him, see his relationships with his family, learn from them. But uh, more, even more significant than my youth pastor was a man uh, who became my boss. I, I worked for him in a machine shop, um, and I started working for him before I could drive. Uh, so it ended up that my parents would drop me off at their house, and I would stay with them uh, through the whole week and then go back home at the end of the week. And that was God's mercy to me because of the contrast between families. Um, my family situation was difficult. Uh, we got to the point where we didn't necessarily want our dad to come home on the weekends. And then I go to this house where um, there was this guy named Dan and his wife Linda and kids and I couldn't get away from his house for an entire week. So I not only got to see um, his job and how he worked, but I saw almost every aspect of his life, how he disciplined his kids, how he, um, how he dealt with uh, customers, how he loved his wife. Um, and that was God's mercy in giving me a picture uh, that was totally different from what I had grown up in, uh, letting me see what it looked like to, to love a wife, to love kids, to discipline kids well. And uh, I, 
am incredibly thankful for that. Um, that was, as I look back in my past, that's probably the most monumental thing that the Lord did for me in, in assisting my growth and continuing to draw me to himself and um, work in me to, to promote righteousness in me. Um, the rest of this sort of flows quickly in my mind because not so much since then has been as formative as those early years and the things I had then. But I attended Montana Wilderness School of the Bible, which again was a community event, learning to live uh, in a community of people and put up with people I didn't necessarily like very much. I uh, came to MBC, actually graduated from here almost 10 years ago now. Um, been a while, but that process was God continuing to draw me, um, continuing to help me to grow. Um, and then, uh, um, sorry guys, but uh, 10 years ago, the Lord mercifully allowed me to marry the most incredible woman in the world, which I'm afraid leaves things a little more bleak for you. Um, but You'll make do, I'm sure. <clears throat> uh, God has worked incredibly through my wife in, um, in my process of growth. Uh, guys, don't take that decision lightly. Uh, the woman you marry is, is one of the most powerful tools in your life, and they are fantastic. So t- be careful Take that decision uh, carefully. Um, and then my, my three kids have been an act of God's mercy because kids, perhaps even in a, in a more needling way, <laughs> have the capability of drawing out our hearts um, like nothing else. And uh, I, I thought... I was doing pretty good in not following my dad's footsteps of anger. Um, but boy, there's still some roots there. And my kids pull that out and help me deal with that and reveal that to me and show me um, still growing. Um, there's few things more humbling than having to apologize to your wife and to your kids. Uh, those things hurt a lot. Um, but they are huge instruments of mercy and growth for, for our lives. Um, that's a taste of the process that God has taken me through, the direction God has um, brought me. Uh, as i uh, working with a couple students in our, the, outdoor, the Theology of Outdoor Discipleship class, we've been contemplating God's involvement in creation and seeing the spectrum from upholding the universe by the word of his power all the way down to clothing the grass of the field. And um, I want you guys to be aware of the fact and know that God is intimately involved in what's going on in the process of your lives. He, um, this is how he drew me, and I know you guys have your own stories of how he's drawing you guys as well. But let's pray and close. And uh, we'll go down and eat lunch. Uh, Father, all our lives here bear um, not just marks of you, but our whole existence. Everything we are, everything 
uh, in our lives is a testimony to you. And we want to take the time to pause and say, Lord, we recognize that. Lord, you are merciful and you are gracious. You are compassionate and have uh, directed our steps in every point of our lives. And so we recognize that and we give you the glory for that. And we thank you for that. In continuation, Lord, of your provision for us and your constant care, nourish us, we ask, with the food downstairs and continue to draw us to yourself that we might be more and more like you. Amen.